Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another installment of Looking South here on ICRT. I am Eric Gao, and in this program, we look at various aspects of the central government's new southbound policy and its effects on the people and businesses here in Taiwan. Today, we are joined by Mr. Jason Zeng, the Marketing Vice President of Shiny You Light Company. Mr. Zeng, good morning, and welcome to the show. Hey, good morning, Eric, and everyone here. Yes, have a good day. <laughs> uh, Mr. Zeng, uh, yes. let our listeners know about your company and what is it that you do? Uh, what is it that you produce and sell? Okay, uh, my, com- my company called Shani Yu. Okay, we are Taiwanese-based, okay, and uh, we are located in Shinju Science Park. Yes, and uh, luckily we are the belonging the group of uh, Herman Tech. Herman EP Tech, mm. or this company, this group. And uh, this group is, uh, I think, is the leading edge of the semiconductor equipment in Taiwan, uh, such as, do you know, the TSMC right. and the UMC. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are the major supplier, yes. And you produce lighting equipment, yeah. yes. Uh, yes, our, because our group do have a lot of applications. And uh, uh, my department is especially focused on LED lighting. So what made Shiny U want to expand into the Southeast Asian market? Uh, which countries have you targeted in this expansion, and why did you choose them? Mm, yeah, uh, because uh, last year, our company made a decision. We need to focus on South Asia mm. because we understand the market is growing quickly in mm. this area, such as uh, Vietnam, Indonesia, and India, and also Philippines. Mm. So uh, after we do a lot of analysis, we understand we need to go to those markets as soon as possible. Otherwise, we'll lose the opportunity. Was there any government support or incentives that led you to mm-hmm. enter these countries? Oh, yes. Uh, actually, you know, I'm very impressed about some of the uh, government of the nation, okay, including mm-hmm. Indonesia and Malaysia and also India. Those three countries, their government is very support about the uh, Taiwan, uh, like Taichua, this kind of organization. Mm. And uh, luckily, we have uh, followed the Taiwan Taichua risk organization to penetrate into a lot of the country, including uh, what I'm saying about Indonesia, Malaysia, uh, and also including Vietnam. Yeah, and uh, I think we do have a very good performance at this moment. Uh, how exactly is Taitra leading the way for companies like you? What are they doing to pave the way for you to enter these countries? Yeah, I think uh, Taitra, they do have a lot of office in those countries. Mm-hmm. And they uh, keep contact with those governments and they do have a very good relationship. And every year they have organized some the dedication to go to there mm-hmm. together. Before we go to there, they invite to you know those uh, local kin. Local kin including the each other of the industry. Okay, to, to come together to talk with us. Sometimes it's like one to one, face to face to discuss. I think this kind of the attitude is very good uh, for a new company to penetrate into this this market. I think uh, we we are very lucky. We are get, get a lot of new customer from this way. That's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've been in Southeast Asia for about a year now. You said right. Mm-hmm. Uh, what were some of the biggest challenges that you encountered as you were trying to break in? <laughs> oh yes, indeed, we do face a lot of a challenge because it's new to us. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, the, we need to do a lot of uh, uh, study and also do a lot of uh, prepare work. Like you know, we need to understand the culture of locally, and also including the you know the market stretch, including for example the price. When you quite try to quote the customer, right? right? We need to understand what is the standard price mm-hmm. here because the different country have a different ability to pay for you. Of course. So we need to do the study first, and we just need to choose the the right market for us because, as you know, we face the big challenge from China. Because their cost, their price is quite low mm-hmm. compared to other areas. So we need to do, you know, try our best to, to avoid, to directly compete with those low cost. 
Sometimes the low cost mean uh, I don't think China their quality is good enough compete with our Taiwan area. But I think uh, because in South Asia they still search for the low cost right. this kind of product. Yeah. So it's a lot more about uh, branding and positioning hmm. rather than just competing on price alone. Yeah, I think we do need to do some uh, study. For example, we need to understand uh, which company or which organization they are focused in high quality. This kind of uh, products, mm. so this kind of customers should vote for us. Actually, right now, the south of Asia, a lot of the big company, they are from globally. For example, maybe they come from the Australia, mm. come from right. the Europe, maybe Japan, the Korea. A lot of global company pay money investment in those area. I think the first step we look in those customer, they are uh, like to know high quality this kind of product. I think it is easily for us to penetrate into. Yes. In your experience, mm. uh, you kind of already touched on this. How is doing business in Southeast Asia different from doing business back home here in Taiwan? Oh, it's definitely different. Yeah, in Taiwan, you can easily face to face to talk to discuss. Right. All right. But the Taiwan the difficulty is because in Taiwan already have some uh, well known branding company local here. Mm. So it's pretty difficult for us to compete with them because they already have a relationship and they already occupy this, this market right. a very long, long time. However, in South Asia, everyone's new, including the Taiwan laws, have a good uh, branding company. They are also new coming. Or maybe they already uh, come in uh, the, the South Asia, uh, for example, maybe three or five years. But actually, it's not so far. Right. Okay, so I think we still have a chance. However, when we're talking about what's a challenge from the, you know, the South Asia, those countries, I think that the first one, uh, priority always, you know, looking the right customer for yourself. Here, so-called right customer, including, you know, they need quality. And they also acceptable the price. So the quality and the price will be the major task you need to study and uh, try to find out. Yes. What would you say are the biggest lessons that your company has learned during this process? Okay, I think because uh, after I run this business for a couple of years, right, I think it will be very important. Normally, when you try to penetrate into this market, you need to pay attention about the short term and the long term. Mm-hmm. Short term, roughly, I can separate four, four steps. Okay, the first one is like, a, you know, you need to search the right customer. The second one, you need to convince your customer to test your sample. Mm. Okay, those two steps is very difficult, difficult for newcoming. So we need to rely on outsourcing, like a Thai chuan, some some the uh, friend partner to support you. Right. Okay, and for third step, you need to show your background, show your muscle. Okay, mm. let your customer understand you are capable, and that your price, your quality is is good enough. The third step, you need to tell them what's your skill, so that your your technology background is pretty important. Right. And of course, the step four is about the after service. Try to you know, make this uh, the success getting bigger. Right. Okay. So based on what you've learned for other companies that are trying to follow, uh, mm-hmm. follow along, what, what advice do you have for those coming after you? Normally, this is so-called secret. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think I open-minded here. So I think the most important thing, you need to prepare in advance. Mm. For example, you right now, you try to focus on your market in, for example, Yunnan. Right? You need to have a partner in locally. Because I see a lot of a company, they fail. The major reason is no follow-up. Because, mm. of course, you can get a, re- a lot of resources. You can visit the customer site. You can get a lot of business card. Right? Right. But after you back to Taiwan, the communication will get a bit difficult. Because for long distance, always using the e- email or maybe using the line or WeChat. Right. Or it's not so convenient. However, face-to-face still is the, the best way. Right. So if you do not have a local partner to support you, wow, you, you, it's difficult to success. 
you need to find a local partner that can help you maintain these connections long term. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, definitely nice. important. Yes. We've been talking with Shiny U Light Company Marketing mm-hmm. Vice President, Mr. Mm-hmm. Jason Sung, about his company's experiences expanding mm-hmm. into the Southeast Asian market. Mr. Sung, thank you so much for joining us on the air today. Yes, and me too. I feel uh, very proud to join you in the discussion about uh, uh, free talk about this kind of uh, business talk. Yeah. And that wraps up today's installment of Looking South here on ICRT. Join us again next week as we switch gears and start looking at education and talent cultivation aspects of the new Southbound policy. I'm Eric Gao, and I will see you back here next week.